eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, John, let's do some four stock up and four stock down to dig into this game uh, a little bit further here. And you always start off with these, so I will uh, I will give you the honors again, my friend. What is your first stock up for this game? I like what they did with Jeff Driscoll. You know, Jeff Driscoll came in, he threw a few passes. He ran seven carries, 36 yards. He had a great touchdown pass. I wish we'd see him more. Davis Mills played pretty well, too. But uh, I I would start with Driscoll. I think he ain't got a lot of credit this year, and he doesn't deserve it. But I thought he played as well as he could play in this game. Yeah. Do you think this is what they'll use going forward, John? Do you think, or was this just to empty the, you know, empty the chamber, throw the kitchen, everything but the kitchen sink at the Dallas Cowboys game plan? Well, he got the Kansas City Chiefs next, so they better throw another sink at them. And uh, that's going to be very difficult, of course. And, you know, let's be honest. The Cowboys, they're bored. They got the Jaguars next week. Jaguars beat the Titans, beat the hell out of them. So that will get Mike McCarthy and his players' attention. But uh, I'm still surprised that the Texans, they were the most physical on defense this season. The DBs, the linebackers, and the guys up front, and they, they made the Cowboys take some whoopings. They did, and that leads into my first stock up. We had him on the postgame again, John, second week in a row because he followed up his 16-tackle performance with an interception last week with 12 tackles, two pass breakups, and a bunch of dead bodies on the field from the hits he was laying out there, and that was Jalen Petrie. I am – you know my feeling on this season, John. I'm not judging this season by number of wins. I'm judging this by number of pieces they have moving forward to feel good about – for the future of this team. And ever since they moved him to free safety, and I'll give Lovey Smith credit, they, you know, he's he's mentioned that, the move from Jalen Petrie, who spent, as you know, from having watched every snap of his collegiate career, a lot of time near the line of scrimmage, and he was doing a lot of that early in the season for the Texans. They've got him playing more of a center field role uh, now with the Texans, and um, he has been a terror back there the last few weeks on opposing wide receivers with the hits he's been laying out out there. So I'm loving seeing that. I'm loving seeing young young players progressing and Jalen Petrie. I was never super concerned when he was having all those tackling issues, John, just because, as you know, 
he's a hard worker, a smart dude, and a very, very good athlete. So uh, I'm I'm very excited about the trajectory of Jalen Petrie right now. Yeah, fans should be really pumped about him. Be nice if they get Stingley back from his hamstring injury. What's he missed? Four games in a row? Four now, yeah. Four and Draymond Smith intercepted two passes. They did really well. The backups. Desmond King had two tackles for loss. I thought that uh, the secondary couldn't have played better. They played the run well. And uh, if I had, I'm going to take one because he laid a hard hit out. Christian Harris, another rookie, outside linebacker. He just beat up somebody awful. He left later and came back. I like the kind of game that he had. Yeah. he's So that's your second one, John, Christian Harris? Yep. Yeah, yes, it but, is. Yeah. He, uh, I was, there was the one play. It ended up being the play that they threw the pick to Traymond Smith on, but um, boy, he was, he, he almost, he had a chance to shut down a Cowboys drive with a potential TFL on a third. I think it was a third and short situation. Um, and he didn't. And I was like, Oh, I told, I turned to Clint Sterner and I said, put a pin in that one right there. Cause the Texans almost had a chance to get off the field there. Turns out it worked out even better because they forced the fumble on, on Dak Prescott. And then uh, that later in that drive was when he threw the interception to, uh, to Traymond Smith. So all's well that ends well. Uh, well, it didn't end well, but you know, on that drive it did for the Texans. It ended um, better. What's that? It ended better than it has been ending. That's true. That's true. Um, my last one for stock up, Chris Moore, who I jokingly over the weekend when it was announced that Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks didn't make the trip to um, to uh, Dallas, to Arlington, um, I jokingly retweeted that news and I said in all caps, Chris Moore, fantasy sleeper, because who would draft anybody or pick up anybody off the Texans other than Damian Pierce to be in their fantasy league? Well, if you took me seriously with that tweet, which a few people did because they replied and they were like, this was great advice, Sean. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> he had 10 catches for 124 yards today and he made some nice plays out there. So uh, good for Chris Moore, 10 catches, 124 yards. You know, John, it's really interesting. They've played the Texans in recent weeks, their two best halves of football, certainly best first halves of football, with no Nico Collins and no Brandon Cooks. Every other game, the first half has been a disaster since, really since about, I don't want to go back as far as the bye week. Well, almost the bye week. I mean, who did they play? They played the Titans in week eight. That was their first really, really bad game offensively in the first half of a football game. Um, the Eagles game, they scored 14 points in the first half. This game, they scored 20 points in the first half. Those are the two games with no Nico Collins and no Brandon Cooks. I'm not saying that to say, uh, you know, get rid of those. Well, Cooks will be gone anyways after the season. Um, I just find it interesting that they've been able to move the football the best against two pretty good defenses and two pretty good football teams in Philly and Dallas with those guys out. Absolutely. Mari Rogers, they claimed him after he got cut by the Packers, because he fumbled too much on punt returns. He had four catches, 57 yards, a touchdown. Boy, Moore had that great one-handed catch along the sideline. I'm glad they didn't take it away, because I don't know how you, they're talking about, oh, that's definitely one to overturn. I certainly didn't see that. Mm -mm. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's do the stock downs, John. Who's your first stock down? Pepe Hamilton, because they had the ball on the, what, five-yard line, and they had a chance to put the ball away, and they ended up on the one. Two handoffs to Rex Bleeping Burkhead, and um, I thought Pep did a, was his best game, and then that reminded me last week against Cleveland. Was it Cleveland first down on the river four, and they didn't get anything? But, yeah, man, oh, man, it's just terrible. Yeah, brutal. Well, I'll I'll add to that, John. I'll I'll make my stock down. My first one, sort of a <clears throat> an adjunct to yours, Lovey Smith, who had a good afternoon. I thought overall as the head coach, and as certainly as the steward of the defense. I thought the defense overall did a did a, a pretty good job for most of the afternoon, other than the first drive and other than the last drive for the Cowboys. In between, there was a lot of really good stuff going on with the Texans defense. But this is where I criticize Lovey Smith on that sequence down near the goal line where the Rex Burkhead sequence on second down on that was it second or third down that they threw to it was second down they threw second down was the pass third okay. was another loss to Burkhead Lovey Smith should have used the challenge on that play he absolutely should have used the challenge on that that pass to Chris Moore where Chris Moore he lunged he lunged and to the point where the kicking team for the Texans was coming out on the field it was that close that he got in Fox, I don't know what's the deal with Fox and CBS and replays, but these these networks do a horrible job showing replays of, of, of certain plays. They show a replay of that one from an angle that you can't really tell looking at that angle whether or not the ball was over the goal line before Moore's knee hit. But when they play it through and you see where the ball comes down in the end zone from his reach, it's really hard to think that it wasn't at least close enough for Lovey Smith to challenge that play. At that point in the game, there was four minutes and change left. You had all three of your timeouts. So losing a timeout there is not – losing a timeout there is not an issue, especially if you win the challenge, you don't lose a timeout. But if you lose a timeout, it's not a huge issue. you still got two timeouts and the two-minute warning left. you got your challenges, so use them because you lose them at the two-minute mark. Uh, the Anything after the two-minute warning, the challenge has to come from New York, from up in the – you know, the eye in the sky – I just thought it was a really poor job by Lovey Smith not to use one there, even if you felt like, and Lovey said it after the game, well, we just felt like we wouldn't have uh, won the challenge there. You know, we sometimes you 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 do a challenge, even if you only feel like there's a 10 or 20% chance you're going to win it, you right do it point. because the upside is you win the game right there. The game's over. That's a great point. Yeah. I blew that. Blew it. So Lovey Smith is a stock down for me as well. What about you? What's your next one, John? Uh, my next stock down, I'm trying to think. I can't pick anybody off defense. Their offense is really good. You know, we'd be terrible if we left off the job that Laramie Tunsil did against Micah Parsons. Mm -hmm. They came up this game with 48 sacks. They lead the league in sacks, pressure. They didn't get a sack. That's amazing. 
Yeah. And Tunsil continued to play great. So mine's going to be the guy who plays next to him who doesn't play great, Kenyon Green. He gets blown up. He just is, boy, he's not the player he was first half of the season. No, I, I'm anxious to go back and rewatch this game. I'm, I'm actually going to rewatch this game because it was a watchable game. A lot of these games I have not gone back and watched. I do want to go back and watch him snap to snap. His bad his bad snaps are really bad. That's the problem. Like his he he gets when he gets beat, he gets beat horribly and it completely completely jacks up a, a, a whole play. So I think Kenyon Green, Kenyon Green's a good one. I'm gonna give you my stock down. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen in, Kyle Allen inactive for this game. He was a starting quarterback for the Texans a week ago. And he falls all the way off of the active roster list. He's one of the inactives for this team. And he has now been passed by the Drizzy Cat. And the Drizzy Cat is uh, not only passed in terms of being on the depth chart, but passed in terms of popularity as well. Jeff Driscoll has never been more popular, John, than he is right now in the city of Houston. Absolutely. He probably should never play again. <laughs> I'm really anxious to see what they do with this, John. If this was a, a cowboy only thing, or if this was a if this is something they're going to do moving forward, I, I, you know, I, I, I said this to Clint. I said, you know what I like about watching Driscoll run is that anytime you watch a quarterback run, usually there's there, there's a ceiling on the number of yards a run is going to get because they slide or they get out of bounds or they go down. Driscoll just lowers his shoulder and just trucks people like he's a running back. I think it's awesome. He realizes he realizes he's a disposable asset in this whole thing. He's he is having a lot of fun. People are having a lot of fun watching him, and I agree with you 100%. All right, so that's our four stock up and four stock down on that game.